You're listening to The Science of Superpowers with Tonya Dawn Reclar. Listen here, read the book, and dive into the experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Science of Superpowers. I always love that you join me here in in these conversations, and today's is going to be an extra special treat for you. Very yummy, very delicious. The energy in in this space already, as you can feel, it's already activated um, because our guest today is is a beautiful example of being this work in the world, of, of, of doing the things that we talk about, right? And that's so powerful right now. We all know what happens when, when we find out that, that people that, that we appreciate their guidance and what, you know, aren't doing that, aren't embodying that. And of course, we all um, slip up and we, and we all have our failings and it's, it's so empowering when you just know, right. When, when you just get that feeling of yes, right. It allows us to lean into our own guidance and to trust in that. It, it, it says, you know, there's hope uh, for, for something different Dare I say something better that we can be better. Right. And so, so even though we're very clear that we might miss the mark from time to time, we don't lower the mark, right. We're going to keep that mark where it's at. We're going to keep walking toward the light and, and we're going to look for others along the way who are also lit up and doing that. And that, and our guest today is absolutely no exception to that. Adora Winquist is joining us today. If you're familiar with her work in the in the alchemy space, in the it's it's beautiful, beautiful weaving together of of traditions and of influences, and and there she sits in the center of it, which is exactly what we all appear like when we are in our own creative fields and when we're doing our own work. And so this conversation is going to be um, really, really fantastic. And so sit back, relax. We're going to talk today about the alchemy of action. And, and for those of you who are wondering, like, how do I get back into the world? And what's this look like? And is everybody else no more than I do? Am I the only one who feels left out, right? We're going to talk about that stuff and, and, and what you can do to, to gear back up again, right? And to step back out into the world in a way that feels good for you. So please join me in welcoming to the show, Adora Winquest. Thank you so much for joining me. Such a pleasure, Tonya. I'm delighted to be here with you today, with you all. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we are so delighted to have you. And we're going to jump right in and ask you, what are your superpowers and how are you using them for good? Well, I have to say that I am so enamored with your question. Um, In particular, because the introduction to my first book asked this question, what is your superpower? (laughs) We all, all have one, right? How do we unlock it within us, within our field within ourselves, within our DNA. And I would have to say that my superpower is my heart and mm. my love. And the, the deeper I um, move through my own spiral of awakening, of transformation, of healing, of self-mastery, the greater capacity I feel, right? I experience, I embody, and I emanate from my heart center. And it has Mm -hmm. been um, just simply one of the greatest uh, teachings and uh, gifts, I would say, in my life. Mm, Beautiful, beautiful. And and what a great testament to that internal journey, right? Doing, opening those spaces up. I I recently started saying, um, 
you know, part of the reason why I, I'm so passionate about optimization is because it, it it is what allows me to be more consciously aware and present for all of the various layers of the miraculous that occur around us. And, and, and it's, uh, it's almost like comes its own, um, yeah, I, I could come up with a better word than addiction, I'm sure, but it, but it, mm-hmm. it is kind of how it feels in the sense of that, that moving, you know, is deep within so that, so that we can continue to expand out. And um, so I love how you just said that and looping the heart into it. Really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, so Todd, I know you've been at this for, for more than a minute, right? Decades in, in the field. Um, and, and, you know, maybe, maybe could, could we say that, that you got into the alchemy world before it was cool, right? Like, like you got it, you, you were there working your way through um, out of necessity, right? Like, like what was that like uh, in the space at that time? That's so true. I mean, definitely it was not, um, certainly not in vogue, <laughs> certainly not commonplace, um, but I've always enjoyed the idea of pioneering and the idea of innovating, and the beauty of new experiences. And so uh, when I first got into this field, um, even the term Reiki was not very well (laughs) understood. And I, um, I started my first business and my healing practice in the the 90s. I think it was 1998 that I officially started my first business, started the first brand and my healing practice the same day. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, June of 98. But my study time in those fields um, started in the early 90s. And I was very much interested in nature. Nature was my, I would say, sanctity. It was my salvation. It was my solace when I was young. And experienced a great deal of uh, discontent, disharmony, disappointment in my uh, family of origin, in my environment. Um, And so finding the solace of nature and communing and listening to the plants was, and the trees was um, so comforting to me. And when I graduated from high school, I went to California and had my first experience with um, a a medicine man. And uh, it was at the time of equinox, fall equinox, and having this um, ceremony with a local shaman reconnected me with the power and magic of nature. Hmm. And so that reawakened something that had been laying dormant for for many years of my life. And so, of course, as we know, when we start the process of awakening, when we're waking up to there is something more beyond us, um, and things start to seem very quizzical, yet connected, um, those points started to connect for me. And I found herbalism and um, through the process of working with teas to to cure my bronchitis, which I had every year as a child and adolescent and then teen. Uh, Eventually, I found essential oils, uh, which became an incredible uh, passion and is the focus of my life's work to date. And I also found um, energy healing. And after I had my first Reiki attunement, I started to see these colors around people and was amazed 
Um, not only that I could see these colors, but how they modulated based on someone's emotional experience, right? <laughs> their emotional feeling. And I thought for, for myself, someone who had been really challenged with anxiety and depression since adolescence, I thought, wow, there's really something powerful here. I want to know more. And mm. I want to know what would happen if I combined vibrational healing, energy medicine with essential oils. And mm. so then, you know, that really became the, the focus of my life's work, or as I like to say, um, from one of my past brands, my Opus Gaia, right? My magnet. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, we're going to dive into that more here as we um, come back from the break, folks, and talk more about the alchemy of action. Adore, where can people go to find out more about you? Sure. They can go to adorewinquist.com. And if you sign up for our newsletter there, you receive all sorts of information and alchemy and inspiration and also all of the complimentary events that I offer both weekly and monthly. And of course, uh, YouTube uh, for recorded meditations and Instagram and all of the social platforms at Adora Winquist. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Well, folks, we are going to cut to a break. Remember to go over to superpowerexperts.com and sign up to for the this month's community vibe call where you can come hang with us and, and reinvigorate your why and recharge yourself. Uh, we'll meet you up there. Again, go to superpowerexperts.com and just click on events. We will be right back after this break and we'll be talking more about the alchemy of action. Stay with us. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the programs tab to get started today. Awesome. We're back. Thank you so much for joining us again on the Science of Superpowers. We're talking today with Adora Winquest all about the alchemy of action. And before the break, you got to hear this beautiful story of, of this awakening process that occurred for Adora. And, and, and the thread that I wanted to tug on there as we come back into the dialogue is is the fact that she kept stepping into it, right? Adore, you kept stepping into this space of, of wait, there's more and wait, there's more. And, that, and I love how you were talking about the, the quizzical nature, right? The inquiry, the, the, well, what happens if, and that experimental thing and the, and the willingness to, to play essentially. And, and I do believe that right now, more than ever, we're seeing this real um, sort of, tug and pull between, you know, do, do I kind of stay in this internal, rather stagnant, energetic space that some people experienced over the last couple of years? Or, or, or do I do I step back out and stepping back out might feel different now and might feel a little uncomfortable. Um, and, and how are you sort of sort of addressing that that with folks as we re-engage with things? Mm, I love this question. And from my perspective, I always, I always look at a question or a client or a product or even a plant from an infinite, infinite perspective. And um, I'm very connected to sacred geometry and in particular the infinity symbol and how we 
are called to look at things from the microcosm to the macrocosm, um, inward and outward. And when we think about action and we think about what we've just come through the past couple of years, um, it, it's actually, the idea of action is so much more because one of the greatest misconceptions along the journey of spiritual awakening and spiritual growth um, is that we don't really need to take action, right? We can be in a place of surrender, in a place of allowing. And for sure, those um, forms of consciousness are so important in balance. And at the same time, if we don't participate and fully engage in our process of awakening, in our journey of transformation, in all of the beautiful creations that we want to um, cultivate in our lives, uh, we can't just sit back and expect those to happen, right? To have the divine or uh, some some other being uh, take that role of our action in stepping forward. So I think um, there's a really important aspect of teaching from the idea, the overarching idea of action and that our action is imperative for us to be able to fully harness the power of our vital life force and our um, intentionality for what we want to create, even if it's from the perspective of effortless intention. So that is one kind of bird's eye view of action. And I think the second right now is something that we are collectively feeling. The idea to take action and re-engage with life in the way that um, brings us back into sacred community. And when we think about the idea of wherever we are on the process of awakening into the fact that we are these magnificent um, beings of divinity, of spirituality, yet having a physical mundane experience of life and with that multifaceted, um, complex, multidimensional, um, the whole idea of being supported and encouraged to optimize our best self, right? To fully self-actualize, to fully um, get everything that we've come into this life to get, to experience, to embody, to create. Um, that happens when we immerse ourselves in community, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're reminded that we're not meant to walk this journey alone. And the idea of taking action and saying yes to yourself, saying yes to, I'm going to go back out into the world and connect with people of like mind, where I have a soul family, where I can connect with others from that place of sacred human heart, but in a very tangible way, um, is so powerful. And I think the way forward for us um, as a global community right now. Beautiful. I, it's exactly the, the sense that I was getting from it also that it's, you know, I, I, it's kind of coming through is, is it's all of us or none of us at this point. And, um, and that beautiful moment where we, we, get that, that, that fragmentation that, that, that we used to feel inside of ourselves is, 
you know, actually projected out onto the screen in front of us if we let it be. And we get to connect with all of those pieces that are us. And, it, and it's a weird thing, but it, but think about it in this perspective. As Adora, as you were talking, it was like, I was kind of lulled into that beautiful vision with you. And, 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 and what I was, what, what kind of came through was like, okay, let's look at it from the opposite perspective. And the opposite perspective is if you don't, right? If you choose not to, what, what is the, what is the result of that? Right. And, and it's easy in a moment to say, well, what do I want to do now? And I will never, ever, ever forget the best marriage advice I ever got, uh, was, was when, uh, Justin and I were dating and I was not a, a committer. I was a uh, very happy single. And um, here, here was this man who, who I saw and was like, I knew probably 700 lifetimes around the globe with, right? And, mm. and um, it was just an inevitability that in, in terms of how I was feeling it, but, but myself, my human self was like, wait, why would I give up my freedom? Like, wait, hold up. Like, I was a counter intel agent. I had a master's degree. I was like, I'm pretty sure I don't need to do this, right? And um, my girlfriend, who I've had since the fifth grade, shout out to Meg. Um, who knows me very well. And she's like, look at it this way. Like, it's like an investment, right? It's like finances, right? At 50, do you really want to be sitting in the bar, right? Wondering who you're going to talk to next. And I'm like, well, I don't know, you know, cause I was good at that too. And I was like, that sounds kind of fun to me. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, but it, but it did what, what it was designed to do. Right. And she's, she said, you're essentially investing in what you want your life to look like. And I was like, well, that's a non-romantic way of looking at it, but it actually made sense to me. And, and I've held that with me in the sense of it's investing in the relationships that we want to enjoy together. It's investing in the 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 connections and the depth. And it's not instantaneous. It is an investment. And that means stepping out and risking it, it, it not being perfect and risking it being messy and risking you saying the wrong thing or somebody saying something you don't agree with and actually having to have a conversation about it versus just unfollowing the person because you're sitting there staring at them, right? You can't just unfollow the person you're talking to. And so it's like, you know, it means being okay, being a little uncomfortable because if we're really, really honest, pulling up inside of ourselves and not taking that action doesn't feel very good either. Mm -hmm. And so one is investing in more of the same and the other is investing in the potential of something different. Um, you know, if I was a betting person, I'm going to go with that second option. Absolutely. And, and I think too, it's not only an investment in creating a deeper, more fulfilling connection and more intimacy in relationship, it's also authenticity. And authenticity is a bridge to greater fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that the, the misstep here when we are in a place of imbalance with um, having all of our relationships being in this digital virtual world is that it really invites a complacency to, um, it creates a breeding ground for complacency, for isolation. And it, it um, always has that shallow, um, even though it might feel good in this moment, well, what happens after that moment fades? 
Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, there, this, and this is kind of an interesting um, analogy. So last year I had taken a group to Southern France. It was a retreat to follow in the footsteps of Mary Magdalene. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a divine feminine immersion retreat where we went all over Provence to visit some of these beautiful, very sacred, ancient, mystical sites connected with the divine feminine and Mary Magdalene. Now, we, even though the trip had been planned for over two years, we weren't sure up until a few weeks before that it was going to go off because of um you know, various issues that, you know, I don't need to go into. Um, but we were able to make it. And here we were with this uh, small group, very intimate group in sacred community where I led ceremony and meditation, working with the alchemical aspects of the oils and the crystals. And we were immersed in this, in this beautiful backdrop daily. And so for the most part, um, we didn't know each other, right? There were people, some, some of my clients came, um, some of my allies came, but there were people I didn't know. And most of the people didn't know anyone there in the group. And yet after a few short days with each other, we had bonded so deeply, right? Being able to laugh and cry to be fully ourselves right those things we don't get to experience when we're just engaging with a digital device and those relationships that were cultivated those connections that were created and deepened through those few short days together um, still hold a visceral experience within all of us in the group there's no replacement for that level of contact, of communion, of community and connection. That's right. That's right. And so check out, make sure you're going and checking out Adore's retreats. And and the what she's talking about is so incredibly important, folks. Like let that sink in. There's we perhaps we did get comfortable during times when when we were a little bit more isolated and stuff, but really check in with yourself and ask how you want to create things moving forward and, and make sure you go check out those retreats at her site, adorawinquist.com um, and, and harness, right. That the alchemy of action, right. Really take advantage of that and step into something new, maybe challenge yourself this spring to, to do something that might feel a little outside your comfort zone. Come join us in the community at superpowerexperts.com. You can come on the community vibe call and just receive love. Um, Adora has all kinds of ways that she she gives back to the world. And, and so there's really no excuse to not be connected. So we encourage you to reach out and do that. Adora, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I, I'm absolutely going to have you back on and we're going to chat more about all this wonderful work that you're doing in the world. Thank you so much. Oh, such a pleasure. Many blessings to you, Tonia, and oh. to your entire community. Oh, thank you so much. And as always, folks, we love you. Uh, Now love each other and go out and change the world. Take care. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.